Chapter Four of the Marvelous Land of Oz. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Marvelous Land of Oz by L. Frank Baum. Chapter Four. Tip makes an experiment in magic. The boy, small and rather delicate in appearance, seemed somewhat embarrassed at being called father by the tall, awkward, pumpkin-headed man. But to deny the relationship would involve another long and tedious explanation. So he changed the subject by asking abruptly, "'Are you tired?' "'Of course not,' replied the other. "'But,' he continued, after a pause, "'it is quite certain I shall wear out my wooden joints if I keep on walking.' Tip reflected, as they journeyed on, that this was true. He began to regret that he had not constructed the wooden limbs more carefully and substantially. Yet how could he ever have guessed that the man he had made merely to scare old Mumby with would be brought to life by means of a magical powder contained in an old pepper-box? So he ceased to reproach himself, and began to think how he might yet remedy the deficiencies of Jack's weak joints. While thus engaged, they came to the edge of a wood, and the boy sat down to rest upon an old sawhorse that some woodcutter had left there. "'Why don't you sit down?' he asked the pumpkin-head. "'Won't it strain my joints?' inquired the other. "'Of course not. It'll rest him. declared the boy. So Jack tried to sit down, but as soon as he bent his joints farther than usual, they gave way altogether, and he came clattering to the ground with such a crash that Tip feared he was entirely ruined. He rushed to the man, lifted him to his feet, straightened his arms and legs, and felt of his head to see if by chance it had become cracked. But Jack seemed to be in pretty good shape, after all, and Tip said to him, "'I guess you'd better remain standing hereafter. It seems the safest way.' "'Very well, dear father, just as you say,' replied the smiling Jack, who had been in no wise confused by his tumble. Tip sat down again. Presently the pumpkin-head asked, "'What is that thing you are sitting on?' "'Oh, this is a horse,' replied the boy carelessly. "'What is a horse?' demanded Jack. "'A horse? Why, there are two kind of horses,' returned Tip, slightly puzzled how to explain. One kind is alive, and it has four legs and a head and a tail, and people ride in its back. I understand, said Jack cheerfully. That's the kind of horse you are now sitting on. No, it isn't, answered Tip promptly. Why not? That one has four legs and a head and a tail. Tip looked at the sawhorse more carefully, and found that the pumpkin head was right. The body had been forward from a tree-trunk, and a branch had been left sticking up at one end that looked very much like a tail. In the other end were two big knots that resembled eyes, and a place had been chopped away that might easily be mistaken for the horse's mouth. As for the legs, they were four straight limbs, cut from trees and stuck fast into the body, being spread wide apart so that the sawhorse would stand firmly when a log was laid across it to be sawed. "'This thing resembles a real horse more than I imagined,' said Tip, trying to explain. "'But a real horse is alive, and trots and prances and eats oats, while this is nothing more than a dead horse, a piece of wood, 
used to saw logs upon. If it were alive, wouldn't it trot and prance and eat oats? inquired the pumpkin head. It would trot and prance, perhaps, but it wouldn't eat oats, replied the boy, laughing at the idea. And, of course, it can't ever be alive, because it's made out of wood. So am I, answered the man. Tim looked at him in surprise. Why, so you are, he exclaimed. And the magic powder that brought you to life is here in my pocket. He brought out the pepper box and eyed it curiously. I wonder if, said he musingly, if it would bring the sawhorse to life. If it would, returned Jack, calmly, for nothing seemed to surprise him. I could ride on its back, and that would save my joints from wearing out. I'll try it, cried the boy, jumping up. But I wonder if I can remember the words old Mombi said, and the way she held her hands up. He thought it over for a minute, and as he had watched carefully from the hedge every motion of the old witch and listened to her words, he believed he could repeat exactly what she had said and done. So he began by sprinkling some of the magic powder of life from the pepper-box upon the body of the sawhorse. Then he lifted his left hand, with the little finger pointing upward, and said, Woof! What does that mean, dear father? said Jack, curiously. Oh, I don't know, answered Tip. Then he lifted his right hand, with the thumb pointing upward, and said, Tough! What's that, dear father? inquired Jack. It means you must keep quiet, replied the boy, provoked at being interrupted at so important a moment. How fast I am learning, remarked the pumpkin head with his eternal smile. Tip now lifted both hands above his head, with all the fingers and thumbs spread out, and cried in a loud voice, Puff! Immediately the sawhorse moved, stretched its legs, yawned with its chopped-out mouth, and shook a few grains of the powder off its back. The rest of the powder seemed to have vanished into the body of the horse. Good, called Jack, while the boy looked on in astonishment. You are a very clever sorcerer, dear father. End of chapter 4